0: How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran. We're in week one now, just a couple of hours away from the New York Jets taking on this Baltimore Ravens squad. Going to be a good game. Joe Flacco trying to beat his former team here, but there's a lot of things that Jets need to do right to win this game, starting with just impeccable defense. right? We've talked about... The past couple days stopping Lamar Jackson, easier said than done. You have to find a way to contain him. Uh, Jermaine, you know, Jermaine Johnson's a guy that has a lot of speed. Maybe he helps out, you know, playing contained. Carl Lawson's got to hit home. John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, all these guys got to really hit home. And the secondary's got to hold up. They don't have a deep wide receiver core. Mark Andrews is going to be their guy. Rashad Bateman's their WR1. They're expecting a lot from him. Uh, but Ryan, you know, how are you doing today, my friend? How you feeling about this game? And I, w- I definitely want to hear your take on just how you think the Jets can win this one. I mean, like what's the catalyst here? Because obviously uh, stopping Lamar Jackson's no easy feat
1: for sure. I mean, it's really exciting, Alex. Definitely. You know, it's uh, it's been a while. I mean, since you could really go into a jet season and feel like, you know, they, they have a chance to be competitive. There's excitement with, you know, what's transpired the last two off seasons and most Jet fans feel these last two draft classes have really been the best in quite some time. So there's a lot of reason to be, you know, optimistic and, it really starts today. I mean, you're going up against one respected organization, you know, a franchise that's won, you know, a ton in recent memory and what better way to, you know, prove and clearly just dictate, indicate progress, you know, than against the Ravens today. I think, like you said, it just comes down to keeping it simple. I mean, the jets in order to keep this game tight, close competitive into the fourth quarter, you know, you can't beat yourself. I think uh, establishing a ground game with Brees Hall, and Michael Carter is going to be crucial for the jets to really give themselves a chance. Um, you know, sustaining some sort of balance offensively, you know, between running the ball and then getting things going off of play action in the passing game. And really uh, you expect Joe Flacco, Michael Ford to really design things up to to where the ball is being spread around Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Tyler Conklin, Corey Davis, all these exciting skill position players that we're pumped about. And, you know, really from there, I mean, just can convert first downs, you know, keep the chains, you know, moving on third downs, keep drives alive, you know, keep the Ravens offense on the sideline, keep the Jets defense rested because they're going to need it in this game. And, you know, then from there, I mean, you can't beat yourself with turnovers like we saw in the in the preseason against the Giants. And, you know, if the Jets can move the ball, you know, you get in the red zone, you got to punch it in. And, you know, I think uh, penalties in this one as well. I mean, you, you got to win that battle. You know, the Ravens are a sound team and, you know, also special teams. I mean, don't forget that in this one, I think, uh, especially knowing Joan Harbaugh and knowing how good of a special teams coordinator the Jets have in Bram Boyer, you know, the minor details for the jets are going to be everything. If they want to have a chance at the end in this one.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's going to be the minor details. It's going to be the turnover ratio. It's going to be converting first downs, moving the chains and one of the big ones that I mentioned the other day in the, in the five keys we t- discussed was uh, you know, making sure that the jets win the time of possession battle because if they can keep the bo- the ball in their hands, if they can keep Lamar Jackson off the field, their chances of winning this game skyrocket. They also can't let Lamar Jackson beat them on the on the big home run plays, right? Those big 80-yard runs, 50-yard runs. Uh, bombs downfield. He doesn't have Hollywood Brown anymore, so you're not looking at really getting beaten downfield. Jordan Whitehead, uh, DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner in that secondary. I do not think they're going to get beat over top. They're very fast. They're very athletic. I think mostly you're looking at Devin Duvernay, who's you know a special teams ace, maybe trying to make an impact um, on this offense for Baltimore. You're looking at Rashad Bateman, who doesn't have like blazing speed, He's a really good route runner though. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Lamar Jackson utilizes this kind of uh, band of misfit toys for uh, this Baltimore receiver core. But you know, Mark Andrews obviously doesn't matter who you have on him. I, I I suggest that even putting a cornerback on him, maybe putting Sauce on Mark Andrews if he's playing that jumbo slot or just playing in the slot and stand up and not uh, in line. Um, you know, how do you stop Mark Andrews? It's generally impossible. You really just have to hope that he doesn't have a good game because he makes one-handed catches. He makes contested catches. He uses his frame to perfection. He is arguably the best tight end in football alongside Travis Kelsey. So, you know, Lamar Jackson, how is he really going to beat you aside from Mark Andrews and maybe Rashad Bateman? He's going to beat you with his legs, right? They also have Isaiah Likely, another really, really good tight end, a rookie this year who um, showcased really good stuff during the preseason. Apparently, he's looked arguably just as good as anybody on that team. Um, and I think that they're probably going to use a lot of 12 tight end sets. You know, L- Lamar Jackson loves to use his tight ends. I would not be surprised if they just tried to get those big body frames for him um, where he can run around and, and, and hit those guys, um, you know, at security blankets downfield. So we're going to see how they kind of activate those, those tight ends. But Lamar Jackson with his legs, that's what you really got to worry about. He's quick. He's fast. He just turned a, down a big contract extension. With Baltimore, I think it was like $133 million guaranteed. It was um, like $250 million. He was like, nope, don't want it. He wants a more lucrative deal. And what does that tell you? It tells you that he's betting on himself. And if you have a guy betting on himself, you know he's going to come out guns blazing. He's going to be trying to make plays. He's going to be trying to, to kill it. Go look at Aaron Judge and what he's doing for the Yankees right now and then what guys uh, can do when they're betting on themselves as long as they can stay healthy, right? Lamar Jackson obviously has had a couple of injuries in the past, but when he's on the field, man, he's a dangerous, dangerous man. And, and, you know, there's nobody that can stop that quick um, on, on the Jets defense and make plays on him with that just capabilities he acquires and he contains um so you know this really comes down to playing contain forcing him back up into the middle um quinn williams john flankler myers stepping up and actually making plays um in the middle there and hopefully not letting lamar jackson get away from them so you know that's the main thing they got to win this turnover battle lamar jackson is turnover prone at times he fumbles the ball on occasion um he definitely throws interceptions the jets have a really good secondary that they can expose um that flaw but you know the question is, how much chemistry do they have at this point in time? The Jets, you know, have definitely been battling injury this off season. DJ Reed didn't spend a lot of time until the end there. Um, you know, it's it's Carl Lawson still ramping his way back up. This is essentially his first year with the Jets um, after the, the Achilles injury, right? Was Achilles tear last year. Yes. Yes. Okay, so, you know, this this is the problem that you have is that, you know, you just don't have a group that you necessarily know what they're going to do yet. There's a lot of talent on paper, but we just don't know how much chemistry they have. So do you think that the Jets defense will probably start a little bit slow because of this chemistry issue? Do you think they're going to start off strong, uh, showcase their power early on?
1: For sure. I mean, it's interesting because the Ravens are so reliant on Lamar, Mark, that, you know, I think it gives the Jets somewhat of a chance to really, you know, keep the score down. And like you said, and I said it the other day, you know keeping Lamar in the pocket is going to be crucial for the Jets. And with the defensive scheme that the Jets run with their line, I mean, it's very aggressive in attacking. And while that can work, you know, to your advantage, if you impose your will, I mean, at the same token, it can also work against you. So they, they really got to keep, you know, discipline and gap integrity up front. And like, like I even said the other day, I think as much as anything with Mark Andrews, it's going to be collective. I, I don't just think he's, you know, a guy that you key one guy in on, you know, if like it's sauce, like we said, and he probably is the best one. I mean, if we're being honest, but again, I, I still think that's, you know, it's tough to just put one guy assigned on him like that. And, you know, you said at the chemistry, I, I even think with the offensive line is another one, you know, with Dwayne Brown and Mekhi Beckton, obviously both out. Brown's going to miss the first four games and, you know the good thing George fan is going back to left tackle where you know he's really at his best and feels most comfortable and I think the only you know concern really is just or I wouldn't even say it's a concern it's just unknown unproven at this time is you know what Max Mitchell is going to give you at right tackle and we're hoping for the best I mean he's talented he's athletic um, there's a lot of developmental traits that you know Mitchell has and it's going to be good to really see him you know and like I said the other day an unfavorable situation and you know any encouraging things that he could show you you know we'll take and Lastly, I just think, you know, it definitely expect Joe Flacco to give a good game today. I think going up against his former team, you know, obviously won 10 playoff games in the Super Bowl there. Um, you know, the, the Jets had the skill, talent that he can rely on. And like I said, you know, aside from Mitchell up front, I mean, this offensive line is – it's probably the best the Jets have had in quite some time, and Joe Douglas has built it up well. Now, obviously, the depth of tackle is a concern with the injuries, but – You know, across the board, I mean, this is a game, you know, like I said, for the Jets to really show people that they are turning the corner, you know, with these last two draft classes that Douglas and Salah and LaFleur and everybody have put together, you know, with their guys. I think there's a great opportunity at State today to really keep this game close. And, you know, it's going to come down to, like we said, just those minor team stats that, you know, dictate most games in this league.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's it's really about being competitive, right? The Jets are in the year 2 of a rebuild. We need to see growth. That's what we're looking for. Growth from Sauce, growth from Jermaine Johnson, um, you know, growth from some of these youngsters, Elijah Vera Tucker. Uh, this is where you want to see these guys step up and really showcase their development because year 3 of the rebuild, in my opinion, is the one you're looking to make the playoffs. That's where you're looking to say, "Okay, our team is coming together here. We have a lot of really good pieces. If Zach Wilson can take that step forward once he gets back from this injury, you're looking at year three is a year that, yeah, we, we, we continue to retool. We, we fix these weaknesses. We have draft picks. We have uh, money to spend. We're still exercising that rookie window. We can, we can you know, give her to some dead weight if we need to and clear some salary space. Guys like Corey Davis, you know, it's like $10 million there. Um, there's a lot of stuff the Jets team team can do next off season, but this year, I think it's about being competitive, not getting blown out, not showing, not backing down. And that's what they showed last year into Robert Sala. Honestly, they, they did show a lot of resiliency. You know, they beat the freaking Bengals for goodness sake. You know, they beat some very good teams. They were competitive against some very good teams. Um, and that's with basically without a secondary. So, You know, I think that's very valuable. Now you have a really good secondary with really good players in the mix. Um, Of course, Saz may have his rookie hiccups, but otherwise, he's better than Brandon Eccles. He's better than Bryce Love. You know, he's going to be a tremendous asset to this team. But it's about growth, right? It's about compounding that growth over 17 games, going into the offseason, fixing things up, and then going back and becoming a playoff team. The Jets are on the right path. They have the right players. They have the right coaches. They have the right general manager. They are in a really good spot to really catapult them into a position of success and and prolong success is what we hope to see. Um, it just starts with starting off the season strong. Every team is gonna be in mid isn't gonna be in midseason form, right? They're all gonna have their issues, all gonna have their struggles. The Ravens don't have uh, Ronnie Stanley today, they're starting left tackle. Take advantage of that. Carl Lawson beat the shit out of their out of their left tackle, uh, whatever it might be. This is an opportunity for the Jets to showcase their power, their effort, their resiliency, and that they've taken a big step and big leap forward. Um, since last year and I think that's all kind of what we're hoping to see here even if they lose this game if it's a close one they're competitive against the Ravens one of the best well-constructed rosters in football that's what we want to see that's what will put this Jets team in a conversation like okay maybe they can do some stuff this year and, and, and make a name for themselves and showcase that growth and development we want to see for the future but guys I'd love to hear your thoughts below on this Jets squad heading into week one against the Baltimore Ravens Ryan I'll let you uh, give me your score prediction for today I'll also offer mine uh, what do you think this is going to end up being It's a tough one. I mean, of course I want the Jets to win. I think they probably
1: do lose by like a touchdown though. I'll say like 27, 20, something like that. And I think, like you said, Alex, I mean, just to have a chance in the fourth quarter, I think is, it is a step for the Jets in this game and I'm not big into the moral victory stuff, but I think you really got to keep it in perspective. How the last three years, I mean, the Jets haven't won a game in September. Um, They've won six games over the last two years. I mean, to, to really keep this game tight and competitive today, which I, I think they will, honestly, you know, I think is something Jet fans would feel pretty good about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I definitely think that I would feel good about it seeing a competitive game today, but I think I'm going to go with 24 uh, 17 Ravens. I know that I want, I'd like the Jets to win this game, but I think Lamar Jackson's just too much to, to stand up against. And I think that Dwight, not having Dwayne Brown right now is going to really hurt Joe Flacco. Um, you know, Fant obviously moving back to left tackle, but that right tackle spot's going to be a big weakness, and the Jets are going to have to try to find a way to supplement that. I expect to see a lot of Tyler Conklin lined up in line there to help chip, uh, block, uh, you know, pass rushers and whatnot. But, you know, we'll see what happens. This is going to be a tough one. Being competitive is all we want to see. A win would be fantastic. So I'm excited about that, guys. Leave your score predictions below before the game. Would love to see your thoughts and opinions as always. Make sure to like and subscribe, and let's go, Jets.